not sponsored by T. This episode is sponsored by Lipton. What is up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Catch Your Life. I am Casey, a sex positive queer model of color who's extremely into fitness and mental health awareness. Hey everybody, my name is Michelle. I'm a black person who cares about black people and everything that affects us. What's up? I'm hyped up Reese. Um, I love queer women of color and just queer people in general. I care about the issues that affect my community. There we go. Period. That went smoothly. Yes, it did. Okay. <laughs> So let's get into our first segment. Our first segment is vent session segment. We haven't mm. been here in a while, so we probably have a lot to say. Yeah. Vent session segment is where we talk about relationships, our life frustrations, self-realizations, and where we've been or what we've been up to. So we haven't had an episode in like, I want to say like two months, but we've been busy. I'm yeah. sorry, y'all. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, busy, but yeah. we have yeah. been busy. There's been a lot going on. We're trying to keep our mental health in order. And other people's mental health in order. So there's just been a lot that's been going on. I'll okay. start it off. Yeah. Um, I found out I'm allergic to weed. What? First of all, <laughs> she didn't fi- just find out. What? This is not no, a just no, found no. out. I didn't just find out, but the extent to where I just find out. <laughs> Bitch, I was smoking and growing. <laughs> it was streaming uncontrollably from my eyes and I had to put the blunt down like oh all right, my God. this is not for you sis you wow. have to pick another side Pause. maybe it's the green like <laughs> it's there is my girlfriend told me because she's a science teacher it's mm-hmm. something that car- starts with an H it's not histamine it's something with mm. H I'm thinking because mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah, might might major it might be histamine it's something it's histamine within this given it's something. Yeah. It's something in there that's causing the histamine in my body to be triggered, and you know I get all these allergies. Mm-hmm. I'm like a sick bitch. I thought I had COVID. I'm Wait, but you weed. went to Colorado, right? Yeah. How was the weed there? Were you allergic it to was, it? Or I think that's what it is. The th the higher the THC, the more allergic I am this to the fucking weed. The more pure it is, yep. The more allergic I am. This hypothesis. Are you trying to say lace stuff? <laughs> Huh? You trying to say lace it? No. Is it a more pure? I need, I need Reggie. <laughs> I need Reggie. God. But yeah. So, Why Reggie though? Not Reggie. I mean, because it's low potency maybe, but, or even CBD, anything mm-hmm. but the actual thing because it's, it's got me. But yeah, so that's what I've been going through trying to deal with that. And, yeah, I'm just trying to uh, maintain my productivity. I got mm-hmm. a whole content plan rolled out for the Hype House, so I'm getting that mm. together. It's so crazy because if you watch our... Watch? Why am I saying watch? If you listen to our podcast, like, since the beginning, we talked about this freaking science teacher, and now it's now the science teacher is Reese's actual girlfriend, and it's actually right. crazy yeah, how far you've true. come, and you guys go on vacations together now, and it's just like, yeah, it's like so crazy. Yeah. Like, I gotta listen to the first episode, because right. I gotta see how I was feeling about her. The progression. <laughs> exactly. There were ups and downs. There were. <laughs> she ghosted me, damn near. <laughs> so, oh, wow. there was a point... Where I didn't even know if I would talk about her anymore in the podcast because I was so unsure about yeah, her like, place it's over. in my life. She was like, it is what it is. And now she's here. She's still here. Thanks you. Thank you. Shout out to you, science teacher. Shout out to you, science teacher. She ever listens. No, I think she's going to listen to this one. I hope not. But, 
what happened last time we were on the podcast? Because I was listening back to our last episode, and I was talking about... Oh, I was talking about my breakup. But mm. that, since then... Since, yeah, me too. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, and I sounded that. so timid and scared. That's the crazy part. Like, I'm good now. Like, I'm within myself about it. So, yeah. I feel like I don't even have to talk about that. But other than that, i just been growing. Like, i literally been growing for me. I've been in and out. Like, my DMs are crazy. I'm not going to lie. Like, DMs be crazy. They be popping <laughs> off. Yeah. But, like... I'm just trying to stay in my own lane, my own zone, and focus on my work because distractions are there, mm-hmm. especially during quarantine. Like, everyone's head's not right at this point. So it's just like, you got to make sure your head is right first. Definitely. Michelle, let's get um, into this degree because oh, you right, your right, story right. has been dragging in the freaking episodes too oh, since yes, the it beginning. Has, it has been dragging. Your ups and downs, Very your like frustrations. So. Yes. And I'm going to talk about the liminal space. The, like, the um, transitional, transformative space when we get into that segment. But I feel like we've all, throughout this podcast, had that space where we were just, like, frustrated. We didn't know yeah. what was next. Like, and, like, happening? now, like, it's all coming to, it's coming to life. Yeah. Um, I did get accept- accepted into graduate school. What? Yes. 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 When you posted that on Instagram, I was like, whoa. That's what I said when I opened the email. I, I got <laughs> in. Because I was not expecting it. Because, uh, you know, I graduated in 2018, so... I probably applied to schools probably three times, and I've got rejected from all of them. Um, and I just decided that I was going to apply to this program during quarantine. I I decided probably like beginning of May, so I was like, okay, the deadline is uh, what is it, August first? So I was like, I just got to get everything in by August. You know, I was d- doing great at first, and then at the end, it was just my personal statement. So it, it took me three weeks to write, write my personal statement, um, and I I sent it in July twenty fourth. And then on August 7th, that's when I got in. I said, wow. Wow, that's great. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What is it in? Uh, Master's of Public Health. So it's going to be like, there's a concentration in um, community health and prevention. So Wow. Okay, all right. Helping out. Yeah. All right. That's so lit. So, yeah. And, yeah, I'm grateful because I really was like, if I, I I really didn't know what I was going to do. Like, I'm just... You know, mm-hmm. so many different things, you know, put your effort, like, you know, before I was like, I had to put a lot more effort into like more creative things, which I still want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I'm just happy I have something that I can potentially fall back on. But I feel like that's not really, I really don't even look at it that way anymore. Mm-hmm. How you um, look at it? I just look at it as, because it's something I'm, the thing about it is that um, I decided to apply to public health because I feel like it encompassed like. Um, social justice type things, science, mm-hmm. um, which I already had a background in, um, and it Physical wasn't just therapy. yeah, and it mm-hmm. wasn't just it wasn't just like uh, working in a lab, or it wasn't just teaching science, like, or it wasn't just I don't know. I, I just felt like I never really fit into those categories of you know being a teacher, even though I am a you know tutor. I just didn't. I could never see myself doing that. Um, so I found this, and I was like, okay, um, it's not really in a lab, and it's um, teaching to an extent, but it's uh, more hands-on. It has more, you know, politics in it and yeah. more, you know, so it's a combination. So That's yeah. nice. Yep. That's dope. That's yeah. really dope. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, congrats. Not only that, but, like, you have to make sure your bag is right, too. Like, 
yeah. can't be doing these jobs out here for no Period. pay. Like, right, you have right, to make right. sure the bag is aligned with what you want to do. Like, right. you got expensive taste, you need that expensive bag, right. okay? Right. And I didn't realize that for the longest time, but I'm getting aligned within the senses of that bag right now. So. My girl got an expensive taste. I might be out of line. <laughs> Because I'm a broke bitch. No, you are not. Let me tell you, we, I aspire to be Reese because uh, yeah. she saves her money. Like, yeah. she saves her money and then she'll throw money out and flip it. Mm. Like, don't let her have you Yo, fooled. Do not let her have you fooled. That's the that money back. Big type of thing where niggas think you broke, they're not going to ask you for shit. That's right. true. Ooh, so I'm just, I know. just had an aha moment. Oh, God. I'm broke too. <laughs> nice to meet you. Me too. And I'm now sorry. we go to commercial break. <laughs> so we're gonna get into the mental health awareness segment i added this one in because i feel like it's very necessary especially during the quarantine like we are all going to stir crazy including me and we just need that guidance sometimes we need that affirmation sometimes to like keep us going in the right direction yes. so my um topic i want to talk about today is liminal space and i posted about it on instagram and it's basically just the transformational space, the, the transformative space within yourself, within your being of that like frustration, that uncomfort, like that discomfort. You don't know where you're going to go next. This, that, the third. It's between your conscious and your subconscious mind. And a lot of us turn to negative thoughts when we just need to realize that like this is literally a normal thing. Everybody goes through this. There's a, just a stage within your life mm. and a space that you live in. So, um... In order to, like, cope with this or to let it flow better, however you want to say it, you have to, like, pause in the moment, fill it out, make sure you cancel the, the distractions. Like, the DMs, the DMs that I had, they had to go. So, literally, concentrate on what you're doing, cancel out all the noise, and figure out what's the next best step for you. So, it's not only within, like, it could be within work, it could be within relationships, it could be within friendships, and I had one with my best friend, literally, we were in a liminal space together because we went through like we went through like an issue and we were just like there was like a good three to four months where we were just disconnected from each other. Like literally we were off every single week, every single week, every single week. And we had to like really figure out what if we wanted to continue on with this relationship, it was this transformational type of transformative type of um, space within our friendship because we've been friends f since high school. So no, since middle school. Shit. Mm. Yeah, so but like you have to realize that's your brother that's your sister at that point that's not even your friend so it's mm -hmm. like you guys are gonna you don't always agree with your sister you don't always agree with your brother you guys are gonna mm -hmm. clash Preach. and that's the realest moments yeah. so we had like this transformative um type of space between us where we had to figure out like we had to find empathy for each other and it was no longer about us being like no, I'm right. Like, I'm the right one. You're the wrong one. I'm the right one. You had to find mm -hmm. empathy within the situation and see where, they come, see where they're coming from. Like, oh, okay, so I can put myself in your shoes and see how you felt. So we just needed, in order to get through that, we needed space away from each other. We needed to pause. <laughs> we needed to figure out what was the next, the next best step for us, like individually. And if the next best step for us was coming back to each other, then we do that. If it wasn't, then we separate. And that's fine because relationships aren't forever. Right. And just like this liminal distance space, it's not forever. Nothing is forever. So I just wanted to talk yes. about that preach. and like give a little preach yeah. session. Yeah, that's yeah. Very but real. like, I want people to really know like, um, 
you're going through stuff and imagine just say you don't have a mental health disorder and you're going through this pandemic and you're struggling within yourself like you're you're going through a hard time imagine going through it having a mental health disorder so we have Mm -hmm. to be kinder to people we cannot we can't walk around this world and not be kind to people because everybody's going through something and you just have to realize that like all the hate that's going on all the racism all the protests that are going on right now like shit's being bombed around the world like we just need to be kinder to each other that's it period and you are not alone you are not alone don't fall into a depression if you do fall into a depression if that is your state that you fall into know that just like this um liminal distance this liminal space it's going to not always be there like there will be transitional and transformative moments where you do have that and you just need to realize that this is not the space that you're going to be in forever so yes. yeah Luminal distance. Luminal distance. Yeah, that's very and I put it on my Instagram. I spelled it wrong, bitch. I spelled Smile, it. Smile, you? No. Oh. Okay. I corrected myself because I was <laughs> I was looking back at it and I was like, you know when like you like you have you push out content and then you you just love the content and right, then you yeah. get good feedback from the content and you're like, bitch, you then did you that, yeah. bitch, you did that. How so I'm like, liminal. L i m i n. Bitch, why am I using what? I'm like luminate, no, yeah. aluminum, Luminal. aluminum foil. They spelled it, and it wasn't even my fault. It was I put it on Twitter first, and then when I put it on Twitter, they spelled it as luminal, like luminal cancer. Yeah. So like it was more popular, more popular than liminal because not everybody knows about the liminal space that you be in in your head. Even though everybody should know about it, I got my psychology degree, so I want to use it. But yeah, I was like, bitch, you did that, bitch, you did that, and I was like, oh, bitch, you spelled it wrong. You actually didn't do that. So then I, I put it in, I edited the comments and put it in the right spelling. But yeah, just be kind yes. to yourself, guys. Uh, Love you guys. That was the segment, the mental health segment. Yes. The crossover space, bitch. First of all, let's talk about this crossover space because <laughs> oh, you want to get back into it? <laughs> it's deep. Yeah. Okay, I didn't have a enough time to do the proper research yes, because questions, it was yes, questions. loom. <laughs> Instead of limb. I forgot to talk about... I like the art definition. The art definition says, a liminal space is the time between the what was and the next. It mm. is a space of transition, a season of waiting and knowing. If you want to wait, you'll let it form you. If, yeah, you have to learn to wait. Like, because everybody likes to rush the process. Like, when's my next step? I want this when I want it. Like, literally me, like, I'm moving somewhere and it's between three spots. I'm not going to say now, it's a surprise. But (laughs) literally, the move got held back. I was supposed to move during a certain time. And it had it got held back, and I'm like, no, I want to move now. Like, I want to do this. I want to do that in the third. And I have plan. to like, I have to like wait. Like, I have you literally. Reconfigure. Everything happens in the time it's supposed to happen, and I'm starting to learn that more. Like, I didn't freak out as much. Exactly. So, so that's how I know I'm learning. No, that's actually dope because I didn't even realize this until you said it. But like, my relationship has been in like a luminal space. Yeah. I guess you would say because it's like. I didn't realize what she was going through, and it was like, you know, sometimes you do, you have to take a pause to understand, empathize Mm -hmm. with somebody else, you know what I mean? Just to get on their level, because if there is an issue that you have, and it's a reoccurring issue that you constantly feel, it's like, you feel like, what are you supposed to do? What's next? Mm -hmm. But if the problem isn't, like, within you, you almost feel like you have to force the other person to be like, all right, get it together, you know what I mean? But, like... When you have patience and when you have understanding, you're just like, you come to a conclusion. When that person is ready, Mm -hmm. they will make that move for themselves. You know what I mean? And that's the dope part. So, like... And that's the thing about being in a relationship. You have to, like, you have to 
be willing to wait for you that person to, to be pay- ready. You exactly. can't drag them by their hands. You have to drag wait, them like, by their hair. Literally, yeah, roll up all her weave and just be like, "Come on, bitch, <laughs> you gotta get it together." You have <laughs> like, to realize that you guys are evolving together at this point, and that's the hard part about being in a relationship. Bitches single out here, like niggas are single out here. So, more exactly. power to you, Reese. Because it's like, nah, it, it's. It, it is a lot, but you have to find the right person with your amount of patience. I agree with that. Like to deal mm-hmm. with it because it's not it's not always her. Like even me, like I had a transitional moment there where she had to be like, "I'm gonna have patience. I'm gonna understand." You yeah. know what I mean? So it's just like just knowing when to kick it in and when to you know be like, "All right, bitch, this is actually killing us. We we we're not gonna make it if you don't." <laughs> transition very quickly like literally (laughs) so like the threshold the amount of pain that you can take you know Mm. in order to progress you know like it's it's it gets down to that so it's just like this luminal space is while we're there we may not understand Mm -hmm. you know but like if we just wait if we just you know not force it Mm -hmm. but let it for like like change us like it's it's beautiful. Right? Yes. Let me Art. tell you, I'm you will a... learn so much more. Like you will learn so much more. See it as a positive yes. instead of a negative, because you will learn so much more from it. This like I've you... been there before. Okay, so I know what to do now. Instead of like, oh my god, my life sucks. This is so hard. Like I'm gonna get depressed over this. Mm-hmm. You have to see it as a learning moment, a learning right. experience. And you're like, you're like killing yourself in transition, and mm-hmm. you don't need that. Your situation will tell you how to move, bitch. Literally. Right. It will tell you how to move. You move lefty, moving right, bitch. <laughs> Preach on this good Monday. I so I love that. That luminal... Mm, I love that term. It's going to be one of my favorites. <laughs> luminal space. <laughs> yeah. Michelle, you. you were in a liminal like, space with your um, with college and stuff like that, with applying right, for right, graduate right. school. Did you realize that you were in that space? Like, I feel like you're oh, a mellow definitely. type of person. Yeah, I, mellow. Yeah, I feel like you, like... <laughs> You're not you're not like me. I'm a Scorpio. I will freak out. I will be like, listen, I don't like this space and we need to change this space because I'm controlling. Right. I feel like you will like wait for the perfect moment in order to strike. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I definitely. Or were you freaking out? Feel, no, I I think my degree of freak out is different because mm. I freak out alone. Mm. <laughs> and then when wow. I freak, yeah, when I freak out, it's more like um, anxiety. Mm. Like you're just scared. Yeah, it's just like, oh, what the hell am I about to do next? What, what's going on? Like, what am yeah. I gonna do? Like, um, if I don't get here, if I don't get into this school, how am I gonna pass time until the next cycle? Or what am I gonna do to, you know, supplement? Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, my lum- luminal space was between, you know, obviously graduating, uh, applying to something that I feel like I was applying to just because I said I wanted to do it for so long. Mm-hmm. Um. And then realizing that you don't have to do that just because you said you was going to do it. You can change. You can change your mind. Like, because you change, right? So Exactly. Um, With time. Yeah, so I think that's when it clicked that, okay, don't do that. Do this. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I just kept telling myself, if I don't get in, it's just, just got to figure out something else. Or do, um, I was planning on, because I, you know, I, I decided I was going to apply late, like May, and the cycle closes August. Um, it's something like you sort of have to plan for, um, but clearly I got into. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I was like, okay, if I don't get in this cycle, I'm gonna just um, focus on getting in the next time, um, and then give this a try. Um, so yeah, and then after I applied, I was just like, you can't do anything else besides get in. If you don't get in, um, 
you wasn't getting in before, so what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was just... And just keep it going until right. the next cycle. Yep. Right. Not much I could have done. And I love that, because COVID just definitely forced everybody yes. into a luminous yes. phase. They said, oh, yeah, y'all yeah. gonna bitch. You thought, you thought you were on a trajectory. Like Miss COVID said, you're gonna sit down and you're gonna wait. <laughs> And you're going to look at what you did. Exactly. Yes. The reflection period, Miss Covina, has <laughs> given to us, has been very lovely. Just to look back. Like, Covina Rodriguez. Right. Covina. <laughs> but I feel like, I saw this post today that said, um, I feel like um, in 2020, we always talk about how terrible 2020 has been, and it has. Mm-hmm. But... Um, we always talk about the red flags and not the green flags and how COVID has helped with reflection. It's helped with time. It's helped with, you know, reintroduction. And I just saw the, like, different green flags that or positives about uh, 2020 and about COVID. So mm-hmm. um, it just goes in with, like you said, empathy. Way the good and the bad. And even put yourself in other people's shoes and put yourself in your, like, your skin, if COVID didn't happen or you didn't have this time, mm-hmm. what would have um, occurred or what are you grateful you had during this time that you wouldn't have probably have had if th- this never occurred? So, wow. yeah. All right, next segment. <laughs> next segment is CYL News segment where we catch your life on current events in pop culture and politics and we clear the air of any confusion. Yes. Michelle's going to take this one over. Right. So I put together a little list. I mean, I, the reason it's little is because I feel like the, it's just so deep, all the topics. And it's like, you can talk about, look at it at so many different angles. But um, the fuckery that is 2020. <laughs> Love it. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, I was talking about green flags, but the red flags. You know, so much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Right. I, I just feel like there's so much going on. Um, obviously, we know about the beginning of uh, quarantine with George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And the uproar that, I don't want to say caused, but help um, relight in uh, our country for the majority of people. Because there's people who do this year round. Yeah. But um, it, it, it set a, a fire under people who sort of, they know it's there, but, you know, might get a little, they try to avoid it. Or, you know, they, when you avoid it, um, now that we made it, that you can, it's unavoidable. Yep. Like, it's yeah. everything. You're at home. You we see, see, like, you see it. Yeah. Usually we could put our head down, but it's like, bitch, yeah. your head is up. Yeah, and you like, see this. And if you're putting it everywhere. down, there's a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, if you're putting your head down at this point, it's yeah. an issue. You're yes. not just a regular black person just dealing. Like, this is, <laughs> you're on the front page, bitch. Speak up. Right. Yeah, Speak up literally, for real. Literally. Because they made every brand come out. Every brand. There was not a brand or a company, whether you not be for it or whatever, but every brand was forced to acknowledge this. And yes. I love that. Wait, time To now. an extent, because mm. they made some mistakes in there. You love that. Yes. I have something to say to you. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Adidas and what they said what did about Adidas the say? racial injustice? What did they say? What did they say? Basically, they came out with a statement like every company does. Da, da, da. We mm-hmm. realize, you know, black people are hurting right now. Mm-hmm. We love you. Mm-hmm. Black lives matter. It's... But they don't recognize mm. the racial injustice within Great their point. own building. Great point. Great so point. They, they, they're talking about, oh, the the government, the world, niggas right. are getting shot by cops. That's, Wait, but what is going on? Happen. What is going on in their own building? In their mm. own building, mm-hmm. they have like one, one, black person. <laughs> one, oh. one female designer who is black. Mm-hmm. And 
like when it comes to her bringing her opinions out or even bringing an issue to HR about another director, it's it's being hush hush. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. he was just kidding. Like it's like, like you're blatant here for the ignorance. Just, yeah. like, Wait, so how do we find out about this? She put it on Twitter. It's, it's on New York Times right now. Like, so it's kind oh, of like, well, she is talking about it and she is actively on strike from her job until they oh, address wow. it. They literally need to put out a statement. We <laughs> love a black queen. You know what's so we crazy? love a black queen. You know what's so crazy is that um, I had entered some raffle for some sneakers. Mm-hmm. And um, I won them. And mm-hmm. I told my friend, um, we went to school together, like he does like he does this reselling thing with sneakers and shoes and all that exclusive stuff all the time. And he was like, oh yeah, uh, log on to the Adidas app and um, enter this Yeezy raffle or whatever because the resale value was high or whatever. So I was like, all right, I downloaded the app. I ended up not doing it for a couple days. Um, and when I decided to go on and enter the raffle, Adidas said we closed down our website because of we, we're closing down this app today because and to stand in solidarity with black people. I said, oh, all right, and log off. <laughs> I even know about what you're talking about, uh-huh. but I do know I did know that this time um, forced companies to acknowledge, like we said, because it was unavoidable, acknowledge our black employees yep. because since they forced you to put out a statement, now you have a statement out. So you have to stand behind it. You have to stand behind every right. word. They say something like, um, what about this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then Shorty was like, this isn't enough. It's not. It's not. I love her for oh, that. My. Uh, and she's taking PTO on their time, right. baby. Or, she's striking on their time, baby. <laughs> and they're upset, baby. As a, a, a creative, as a creative, I know there was this brand um, called Four. And I guess uh-huh. they're a brand agency for creatives online or, you know, to some extent. And they have no, they had, because now this forced them to, they had no black um, people that were like, like you said, I reached out to this brand, gave them this, what's your budget? Mm-hmm. When black people would reach out to the, this brand and say, what's your budget? They were offering black people who had large followings, smaller numbers than they were offering the white people who had that's Either the Ill. same numbers or lower numbers. Regular. Been, that's right. been happening. Like, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, been happening. happening. But it's, now it's like, George Flo- there's no like... You can't do that. Yeah. Because guess what? Everybody's Niggas are saying yeah. something. The eyes is up. <laughs> it literally had me... Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I love my job. If you mm. ever talked to me for five seconds, you would know I love working for the white man. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> so... Yo. So... <laughs> So I love And that this wraps place. up the segment. <laughs> I'm not gonna say the name, but I love this place. But when the George Floyd thing happened, mm. the fact that white people could sit behind me and be upset that mm. they're not tanning right now and they're actually at work when mm. I see my people dying on my timeline, I had to say Hook something. Off. I'm ready. I had to say something. Mm-hmm. Yes. This place is uncomfortable for me. Mm. Like this place does not make my people yeah. feel safe. And mm-hmm. during a time of insensitivity, mm-hmm. right. like y'all talking about the looting, but y'all not talking about the niggas the dying, killing. right? Yeah, and you talked to, the, is, you went to the, HR, right? No, I didn't go to HR. I went to my boss's boss's boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I went to literally the director of my side, mm-hmm. uh, and I said. Because, you know, they come up to you. They love to come up to you and ask you, are you okay? okay? Is everything (laughs) okay? I said, listen, it's not okay. I'm going to need you to cut me out for a meeting. (laughs) And I literally listed everything 
that I was uncomfortable with. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that you have nobody above me that looks like my skin color. Mm -hmm. I don't know all the COVID stuff that you guys are putting out. You're selling, you're sending millions of PPE to all these hospitals. Mm -hmm. Who are you sending them out to black hospitals, minority Mm -hmm. hospitals who are being disproportionately affected by COVID? Mm -hmm. Cause I'm not seeing that you guys are posting. I just see a lot of white people. Mm. I'm very upset. Yeah. yeah. Like literally, I brought all my grievances right to the top. And guess mm. what? I actually respect my job. They rolled out a racial equity plan and they mm. put a lot of directors in charge of multiple different departments so they can see uh statistically uh the disproportionate mine well the amount of uh minorities disproportionately affected mm. by their policies. Mm-hmm. Right. Literally, so it's like unveiling the ignorance. Right. So you don't, you're not ignorant anymore. You can put a data web sheet on this, that. You can get the stats for this and that. How about you pull the stats for all the black employees and see where their income rates to to white so people, white people. Mm-hmm. the How white men. How long is that gonna take? It's a project, baby. Yeah. It's a project. <laughs> so right now they rolled out an interest survey to see who's interested in the different facets, and I signed up too because I'm like. All right, y'all doing all these black employee dialogue sessions. I want to do something where I'm actually, like, involved in some action. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because another thing about that is they'll take the credit for it. They'll take the credit for something they didn't come up with. Uh-huh. You're, they're not going to say, my employee of mine was feeling uncomfortable in the workspace, and they gave me this, and I used it to come up with this. They're never going to say that. They're going to mm-hmm. say, we came up with this, and this is what we're doing, and then look yep. how great it was. You yeah, know, that's not so. They love to do that, but yeah. but they're actually involving people of color mm. in it. So yeah. that's that's it. Really makes me feel really good when you know they ask me, they look up to me, you know, and they ask me, "Yo, how's this going? Mm. How do you feel about this?" Mm. Like you know, I'm a part of the consensus, so right. that gives me some hope. But the older people, the older black people, they're still skeptical of it. Like they don't yeah, think I, was rightfully so. You know, yeah. and that's that's the bad yeah. part because it's like they're not participating in this thing that mm. looks so good, but at the same time, I'm naive as fuck. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, yeah. no, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like my mom tried to raise me in a bubble. Like, listen, you're gonna go to this white school and you're black, but everything's fine. Like, right. like at least because, you're trying though. You're yeah, trying I to am, actively make a step. That's the yeah. thing. I just wish everybody would try mm-hmm. and not. Look at it like, oh, we've been here before. This ain't shit. Right. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I was going to say. I was like, maybe that's they... Older, older people get... Even if you date an older person, they're in that <laughs> mindset like this, that, and the third. Like, this is wow. how like the world runs. And yeah. they're not into innovation and yeah, shit like that. They're like They're just ways. set in their ways. Exactly. And, and, and I just... can understand it from a, from, from a look, from that point of view. Um, because as, a, as an older person, they might be thinking like, I've been through four different transitions. Mm-hmm. And I was, yep. I was in the transition that came before this one. So they're probably like, okay, yeah, but in the long run... They're not looking at it as okay. I'm setting this up for the next person. Yeah, exactly. you don't want you don't want to think about a long haul. Yeah, you don't want to think about long haul at sixty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right. right. You're right. I've already been through the long haul, so that's true. I can understand. I'd be like, well, I let the young ones do it. Exactly. If it work, it work. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I've been dealing with at my job. It's 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 just crappy situation, but yeah. you know, change. I'm I'm with it. Yeah. Change is good. I'm right. glad that they put the step forward. I'm yeah. interested to see where it actually goes. What else is happening in the world, Michelle? Um, so that segues into um, 
the NBA strike, the WNBA and NBA strike. We love to so, see it. Right. And um, I personally feel as the WNBA set the tone for it. Well, let me say, Colin Kaepernick did set a tone for it as well four years ago. Mm-hmm. But the WNBA, when it came to George Floyd, so Colin Kaepernick was protesting something that we were seeing, um, like, you know, police brutality and killing of unarmed black people. Um, and then George Floyd, gruesome, all over the internet, during uh, quarantine. Um, and people are just talking about, let's open stuff back up. You know, we see the people, like you were saying, I can't get a tan, I can't go to the beach, I can't go to the gym. There's people dying. Not only are black people being disproportionately affected by COVID, but we're being killed on the streets for nothing. Mm-hmm. So um, that happened, and then they're talking about, okay, sports. I'm bored. Let me, let's play sports. But when over 50% of the players in the WNBA are black, and over 60% of, w, of the players in the NBA are black, who playing? <laughs> Nobody. You know I mean? like, that's what I'm saying. Like, absolutely fucking like, not. Michael, what game? Yeah, what game without <laughs> us? Do you see this nigga dying on TV by a police officer? Right. <laughs> like, no. Nah. And then Jacob Blake. Um, oh, my that, God. That story, I cannot, even you saying his name. Yeah. It literally, it just hurts me. Mm-hmm. Right. It, I, this... Uh, yeah, George Floyd happened. You know, we wait two months to take some time, baby girl. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very traumatizing. It is traumatizing. I didn't even watch the video. Every time it came up, I had to scroll past. And that's my fucking thing. I knew like, you go kid. I want to talk about that because, first of all, I get that we want to we want to raise awareness mm. to the topic. I get that, but let's not normalize black people dying on my fucking TL. First of all, this is a trigger for a lot of people whose families, friends, and others have been through it. It's traumatizing. We need to set trigger warnings so they know what they're getting into before they scroll. This is absolutely out of control. And so when I see some shit like that, it triggers me. I'm not going to lie. Like, it upsets my whole fucking day. And then I have to carry that on to my whole fucking day. It's really upsetting. So we have these people that just post it with no trigger warning. And it's really fucking upsetting me. If you are going to post, I understand that you want to raise awareness to what is happening happening in the world but you have you have got to put a trigger warning absolutely have to put a trigger warning because people are triggered and they have mental health disorders sorry i tripped up because i'm so frustrated but like yeah it's just yeah but at the same time it's like at this point how much more awareness need to see exactly how many <laughs> yeah. times do we, we need to see it before literally. we're too shocked like why are we this normalizing not be happening. why is it normalized right we've now we've seen it enough and I'm not saying, and the sad part about it is we know that if Jacob's Blake, Jacob Blake's situation wasn't videotaped and it wasn't put it online, that a lot of times it probably wouldn't have, we know I would know about it. And I understand that exactly. part. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's like, I do not want to see that. Yeah. 60 yeah. kids screaming. I just, I just, know. I didn't even, I didn't even see it. No, I didn't I even just, see it. I saw it by accident. Like I had, to, I, I was scrolling. I was so, like, what's this tapped on it? And then boom, the worst, you know, I see it. The like, worst is people who put it in their IGTV and it plays automatically. So if somebody posts it and like, you know, reposting their story, yeah. I can see a little bit of it, not moving, whatever, but they post it in IGTV and you, they put it in their story. It'll start playing right away. And you're like, I asked for this. <laughs> you didn't. You so, really did Literally did not ask and for I just, it. And people just post and be like, WTF. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's, it's sad. A, it's, a, it's a fucking souvenir for the police officers. That's what the fuck it is. They when laugh it comes down and joke to it. They, about this. they literally, and look at this video went viral of us killing another nigga. Mm. And look, nothing's gonna happen. Okay, okay, okay. That's crazy. Literally. It's literally. It's, and, it's terrible. And the videos of... The police talking to the white nationalists 
And uh, thank you for being out here out today. Cause the whole thing just upsets me. Let me tell you something. Did you see what Joe Biden did on the Hill today, basically? I didn't That's a good segue. We're going to get into that election. Yeah, I did watch that clip. But we can talk about it. We can talk about it. We can talk about it. So. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I did see. So you watched it. I, I wish y'all could it. see Reese's face so right now. So you watched it. So I'm going to let you talk about it. But I did see somebody insert under it. It was like the, um, what is it? The quotes of what he was saying in it. I was like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> no, but. Protesting isn't. Is that what you're talking about? He said protest. Protesting is not looting. Protesting is yeah. not. Burning. Learning, lighting cars on fire. Protest. But I need you to know why he said this. I need you to know why he said this. So where did he say this at? He said this behind some, some fucking American flag. <laughs> it was emergency. He had to do it right now. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Because at the RNC convention, mm. all they did was put, you know, the fact that black people have lawlessness in the streets. Our country does not stand for law and order, but we're diverse. America. Racism doesn't does exist. exist America. America. <laughs> like, they love this shit. So when he said that, I'm going to tell you, his trail went down behind Joe Biden. Like it was like a nine point lead to like a three point lead. Mm -hmm. So what does Joe Biden do? Get up in front of some American to flags. Appeal to, appeal to the, the white suburban voters. Right. That's what the fight is over right now. Right. Because they don't give a fuck about us. Mm -hmm. They yep. never gave a fuck about us. I need you to know that. What did Joe Biden say? That's, I that's told what he said. He oh, said, we will yeah. not stand for lawlessness. Mm -hmm. Protesting is not looting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he said, yeah. All that bullshit. Protesting. Basically but saying everything, everything people have been doing. People, everything that has been going on up until this it's point. Is not protesting. Is not protesting. Mm -hmm. And it's just fucked up. It's just literally. I was talking to Ty about this. I want to get up there and say something. It's so fucked up because... It's like, this country, this is not for us. This country is not for us. They don't give a fuck about us. Democrats mm -hmm. or Republicans, Republicans, they don't give a fuck about us. Mm -hmm. It's just like, where, where do we go, bitch? Because mm -hmm. this ain't it. Yep. This ain't it. And it's like, imagine if black people inflicted the same amount of pain mm -hmm. that white people have inflicted upon this country will be in fucking shambles top to bottom Th fuck a lawlessness y'all will be in martial law bitch because nobody's nobody's stopping us right now yo and it's that deep like the fact that we've done like two percent of what the fuck y'all been doing to, to us even, since we got here yeah I, all right, one, one percent. The fact five, that they upset over niggas just lighting shit on fire when white say something about that little white boy okay, so that mic, fucking killed yeah, two you're about niggas. To break the mic. You're about to say, break the mic. I'm sorry. Say something <laughs> about go. that little white seventeen year old boy who who killed two protesters. Let's say that. Say that on the front page. Say something the fuck about that little white man. Yeah. That's what's bothering me. Mm -hmm. That man literally killed two people. Protesters is fucking lighting property on fire. Property don't have no fucking kids. Yeah, period. Property period. don't Love fucking it. got no heartbeat. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fuck them motherfuckers. <laughs> Democrats or Republicans. But we have to 
vote fucking blue. <laughs> fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> fuck this fucking country I'm and crying. fuck this position that we're fucking in because we don't deserve that. We deserve so much fucking more, but fuck right. this country. Right, Joe Biden has to say that because... <sighs> I'm so sorry. Okay. Joe Biden has to say that. It's a vent session. Yeah, he has to say that because there's white people who don't want to vote for Trump, but they don't, but they're like, uh, what is it? scared. They're historically Republican. Like, I can't vote against my party, so I need to vote for Trump. So you have to say something that will appeal to them that they'll be like, okay, well, he said this, so I'm going to vote for it's, it's all it's, game. It's, it's game. literally politics. Game. It's literally politics. It's we're trying lives. to, we're seeing who we can manipulate and who we can get to our advantage in order for us to win. That's all it is. Like, nobody cares about your feelings or anything like that. It's just who wants to win and who wants to yeah. have power. Our lives are against this game. It's a game. It's, and we're seeing it in real time. Never has it ever been so fucking blatant <laughs> and so, like, life or death. Like, life or death. Do you want to live for two weeks or do you want to die tomorrow? Trump is die tomorrow. Live for two weeks is Joe Biden. I just can't even. <laughs> <laughs> and that's an advertisement paid for by Joe Biden and Camilla Harris. We are not. We are not sponsored I by them dear. whatsoever. But I know they have a lot of money. So if you want us to sponsor, um, you can hit up Catch Your Life. <laughs> you know. What? Period. And we will do you a commercial. Right. I just can't even wrap my mind about how all we want all. These uh, all these white people, yeah, yes, these go. white. I'm just gonna say this this group of white people who believe in tradition. They believe in tradition and how the country has was ran in the past. But when we look at your tradition, all you did was the same thing black people are doing now to an extent. Y'all was blo- blowing up. First of all, they were blowing up whole towns of black people with the black people still in it, burning down property of black folks so they don't gain anything and then they come back and say you're being lawless why wouldn't i be lawless i thought we had to protect our property mm-hmm. you the boy, little boy came up from a different state to shoot to protect property that wasn't his and the amount of people who follow behind his loud dumb and wrong ass <laughs> up under the comments it just has me like but what really? baffled what and really? that's where the mental health comes in like <laughs> that's where the social distancing from freaking social media comes yes. in because people you have to realize like you have a certain your IQ is way higher than some people's on Twitter so you have you just have to rail it in for yourself like you like, can't be arguing with these dumb real? people and then, like, is this the really yeah. where we're at? And but I that think takes up the majority of people like the dumbness it, but how, like, how about the people that is this group of black people Shut up. Shut up. There's this group of black people, niggas, that's out here supporting Trump all because they got a pandemic check. And I just can't rationalize. You got money. Shut up. Not from the first stimulus check. We in quarter eight of the pandemic and ain't nothing. They don't count. Y'all hype about They gotta be done. Unemployment in 1200? Y'all getting money. You, they're hype. They're hype because they're getting the money that they earned back. Like what the fuck? You are fifty fuck years I'm... old. You have worked thirty years of your life and have paid hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. First of all, they gave you ten thousand of it of your own money that you earned while working, and you said I'm gonna vote for Trump because he gave me a bag. <laughs> oh no, I don't. I don't know what's going on here. You're wildin', it's sweetie. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. You're wildin', sweetie. You're wildin'. <laughs> and it's... I feel for you, but I think I don't. Because I understand the... Lot, they don't... 
you don't learn this stuff unless you look for it. And people ain't looking for it. Yeah. So. I feel I, that. You know. But at the same time, come on. Mm, I Get think shot, shot $10,000. I think that's enough politics for now. Oh. Until next time. Ugh. Rest what, in peace, Chad. Yeah, what happened? Oh, God. Let us mm. in. Let us know how you feel, what you're feeling. Because I was going to slide it from the Sean King statement. Um, mm. I've been saying Sean King ain't shit for about, like, <laughs> I'll say about two years now, because I actually came to our, our university. Go off, Erica Hart. He came, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> he came to our college. Okay. He did? And, yes. In 2017, I, I think I was a senior or a junior, something like that. I'm thinking about, you're talking about Drexel now. No. Uh, I forgot we went Rutgers. to Rutgers. Yeah. He came to Rutgers, and I went, and I was like, hey, Sean King, listen, yeah. listen. What was he saying, though? What did he say? Uh, he was just talking about, like, basically just historical things about black people and the history of black people in the country and injustice and stuff. Mm. He ain't say nothing like too crazy. Month. <laughs> right, yeah, he didn't say nothing too crazy. Was it Black History real? Month? It was, I think it was like March, so it was like right after. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. Um, Women's history. Yeah, he was just, he was all right. And and then you see this trail of Sean King and things he's done. He's done. His podcast is back. He had a, po- he had a podcast? No, I think his podcast <laughs> is back. I think it is. I'm pretty sure it's back. But um, yeah, yeah that, that whole, go ahead, go off. No, uh, yeah, I'm not even no, going to say anything. No, he's just, you know, he's, trying to it's, keep it's it hectic. Cute. It's hectic. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, he's sicked. Because he already has a big following. So you sick your followers who are following you just because of what you're saying. Like I said, people don't search for stuff unless they look there. They aren't going to know it unless they look for it. And a lot of people not looking. So they don't even know the history of Sean King with um, how he's been treating black women. He steals black women's intellectual property. Not only that, it's that when they call him out on it, he calls the feds on him. But I thought he was working to stop the justice of the police, the justice, the justice system. How you gonna call the feds on me but, and then talk about, oh, the police, this, this, and this. So that was the whole thing. Um, and there's numerous threads on Twitter of black women showing, having the receipts. Um, and then uh, Chadwick Boseman, who passed away over the weekend um, from colon cancer, he uses his death to, uh, what is it? What's the word? Market his book. He puts out in the wake of Chadwick Boseman, buy my book where I talk about Man ain't been dead 12 hours. Bruh, you don't do that. That's crazy. And then it's already, you know, obviously when you talk about black people as a, you know, Wait, what, white, wait, how did the book thing, un, like, how did that unravel? What happened with that? He wrote a book about him? He has a, no. About Chadwick? Yeah, what happened? No. He write, he's writing a book about whatever he writes about. You know, Man, talking black. about black, yeah, black people. So how did Chadwick, like, get into it? He just, after Chadwick Bozeman died, he sent out an email Basically using Chad, Chadwick Boseman saying, well, he His died. Name. You know, a lot has happened to the black people in this time. Black death, black trauma. Buy my book where I talk about. That's terrible. Yes. That is terrible. And I think now people are coming to the light with with Sean King. Because at that time. Yeah, now. We've been woke since yeah. show during the podcast. <laughs> no, but like, we had the ins and outs. I never, I thought I said this before. But yeah, he, um, yeah, he's a, and I don't know what he is. He says that he, his history is that his mom is white and his mom was a very promiscuous person and mm-hmm. and and you know I don't even like using the word promiscuous but the history uh, is that uh, his mom is white and the guy that is on the birth certificate is white as well but, but he said his, he went back said, to his yeah. mom and his mom said that he she had an affair with the guy so his mom was very promiscuous and apparently it was with a black guy that she had sex with and that makes him black so she don't even so he didn't <laughs> even grow up 
black. Both his parents are white. <laughs> Siblings are white. Oh, he got to get the fuck out. Because when I first saw him, I said, he got a little twang in his voice, but looking a little, looking very Caucasian. So... I gotta Google this motherfucker. Oh yeah, there's no history of him being black. It's it's just so he and Rachel Doolittle. <laughs> yeah, no, Rachel Doolittle. There's no history of him. I'm there's dead. no history. He says it. <laughs> not gonna say that's not true, but it's not true. That's crazy, <laughs> nigga. And I, I mean, I never heard him say like the N word or nothing like that. It's just the fact that he's putting him. You know, when we center a person who isn't black in a in to be a quote unquote spokesperson, whatever you wanna. You know, for the black community, it's like, okay, um, I would trust somebody who's black mm-hmm. more to say this. Um, but yeah, so rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. That's a, that was very shocking for me. Yes. Um, I did kind of know he was, you know, sick just because of how he was looking. How I never he? commented on it, but... A lot of people on Twitter did. Yes, they very did. Uh, what's her name? Jess Hilarious. You know, she does like that Jess with the mess thing. Oh, yeah. Um. She went in on him and she said after, you know, after it... Somebody, you know, somebody comes like, I, I, I know when you put this out, I laughed, but like, this is crazy. And she was just like, yeah, I'm retired just with the mess. I really don't want to do it anymore. I don't like talking about people, but I know people love it. Um, but yeah. Mm, yeah, that is. She had to retire after it's talking about him and Megan with the fuck. Yo, that you was gotta, unacceptable. I don't you know. You gotta just delete your shit, shorty. Yeah. And just, <laughs> like, you're just reckless and endangered. <laughs> typing on it. Not endangered. But yeah, yeah. Endangered that wraps up that Sean King looks very white. He's a white male. It's a white male. He's a white man. It's a white man. W M. Find the dad. Find the dad. Find the dad. Please just dropped her phone. But everything that we were saying is allegedly. These are all allegations. We cannot confirm nor deny the truth of the matter. <laughs> For lawsuit purposes. Oh, shit. <laughs> but shout out to Megan because Megan's been doing her thing. Period. Yes. Still that bitch. Yeah. That's crazy what happened with her and Tori though. Like that is real. First of like all, crazy. I can't believe were it's they a real, thing though? But it's real. It's so real. Were they and a I thing just... though? Oh, Do you know if they were I, there? I feel like my coworker told me they were a thing. I just <laughs> and they took some drugs and then boom, he shot her in both feet. But nah, that shit must have been laced. Like he was on like something yeah, else like, if he shot her. Tori That's so just crazy. Why would it ask you just love Tori? You love his music. I do, but I can't. He shot a bitch. A black mm-hmm. woman. A black mm-hmm. woman. He yeah. can't do that. Fuck yeah. Tori. I'm just thinking about like and tried to frame what? Like, I had to be a fly in that fucking car. Yeah, for real. A fly on the windshield. Literally. <laughs> because I don't even know what happened. All right, next segment. Next segment is yes. Catch My Life. Oh, the questions. We answer your guys' questions. We give you advice. Catch My Life yes, is sir. where we ask the listeners for what they want advice on. So, um, I asked on my story. Michelle asked on her story. Reese, did you ask on your story? Because on I know you were house. lagging. On the hype house? I knew on my story I wouldn't get hits, but my hype house didn't get hits. At first, I thought I wasn't going to get hits, but then people hit me last minute. No, people hit me last minute, for real. They hit me last minute, and then I I put it on... I feel like niggas be asking you for advice, On a regular, just because... Yeah, like, (laughs) niggas don't do that. They be looking at you like, ha, 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 Reese, you're funny. Like, they would never (laughs) ask me for relationship shit. Like, I'm not, like... (laughs) If I suddenly, like, opened up, hyped up Reese, hey... Do you guys have any advice? They would be like, advice? what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't be promoting. You don't be promoting. Like, you really just be in. Reese is in her own world all the time. Literally. It's Reese's world. Nobody else is. It's and then when she gets on social media, she'll post content. It's fire, but she doesn't keep up with it. And then she'll see you in like two more months. Yep. <laughs> that is Reese. Okay, so first question is, 
How do you know if you are ready for a relationship? Mm. Oh, babe. I can't answer that one. Um, okay, so I'm going to dive into this one. <laughs> Ooh, I'm about to die. <laughs> bitch, I could not hit that note to save my yeah, life. You were my, you were my, <laughs> The vocals were not there. Did a water drop. Okay, so how do you know if you're ready for a relationship? I feel like for me personally, me speaking on my behalf, my inner self, I have to be stable. I have to be emotionally stable. I have to be spiritually stable. I have to be financially stable. <laughs> like, and if not, like, if I'm not financially stable, you need to look for somebody that is more financially stable than you. Just talking about me personally. Um, but like, yeah, I'm not, if I'm broke in my situation and you're broke in your situation, we look like two crackheads and that is not cute. I'm not like, what? Yes. like, nah, you're I'm right. not doing that. I'm you're not doing right. that. You know, when you're ready for a relationship, when you are stable in all beings of life. Yes. And if you are not financially stable, you need, a, you need to look up. You need to go up, maybe date older because a lot of these young niggas out here wow. are worried about their, mm. their weed and their Gucci bag. So like, well, <laughs> you just need to look up a little bit. Point. But, yeah, you have to be stable in all aspects. And not only that, but you know you're ready when you're full within yourself. You don't need anybody. I was telling you about that codependency issue, whoever said this. I was telling you about the codependency issue that I had. And you need to be dependent within yourself. You need to be I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? You got her own car. She got her own house. Yeah, that needs to be you. So that's my advice. I'm going to build piggyback off of what you said. Piggy it. The... Independent thing is a little, I'll give half cease. Because the yeah. okay. only reason why, I will tell you this right now, is because you will find yourself looking for a distraction or a void to fill okay. with it. You just naturally want to connect with somebody else who's not like your best friend. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with that being said, I feel like you should be able to be comfortable in a space by yourself and not need, yes. you know, other people to add to your space. Like, you cannot be uncomfortable with yourself in space, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. So, literally, to go off of what he said, just, you're independent, but you're comfortable in your own space. Like, you're not looking... Oh, shit, it's not... It's time for you to post. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's too late. I have to catch him tomorrow. <laughs> See you in two months. <laughs> oh, damn. Come on. I do better than that. But listen, yes. So you just have to be, you know, secure within yourself, just like you said. And you can't be looking for other people to fill in, you know, idle time like you have to be able to know how to do that yes. for yourself everybody else is in addition mm -hmm. you have to be very comfortable with yourself yeah so i yeah. really feel that idle time i really feel that idle time i want to sit on that because i really find myself like idling with people mm -hmm. and not really looking for a long-term relationship which mm -hmm. i yeah which i need to start doing like i need to stop idling and just like It'll be like one thing, like you give me the emotional factor, so you're around for a while. You give me the sexual mm -hmm. factor, so you're around for a while. I like your spirituality, so you're around for a while. Mm -hmm. And I need to find that like whole, like, who do I really want to invest with? And that's why I had to cut yeah. everyone off. I was just like, nah, I got to cut everyone off until I have that one person that I really want. Because a relationship is an investment. Like it when is. you think about it, like <laughs> I'm putting my time. Money, 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 like, bitch, like my fingers are going off, money and effort, <laughs> like money and effort into this relationship. And I'm not trying to waste my time. So, mm. all right. Exactly. Michelle, do you have any advice to give on that? No take. 
What are you looking? <laughs> what are you looking for in a relationship? I'm not really looking. Honestly, do you think you're ready right now? Yeah. To be in a relationship? I guess. I mean, I don't, and listen. what about you makes you ready? Oh damn. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Michelle. No, I don't. This is the application. Um, I honestly, I wouldn't know. Like I told y'all before, I've never been in a serious relationship of any sort. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, talk to people, whatever situations and all that, but never like that's my boyfriend or you know. So been scooped up, like yo, that's mine. Shawty, baddie. That's my little boo thing. And Shawty got the fatty. <laughs> Shawty be catching moose swing every time. <laughs> no, that was the whole damn. <laughs> no, but it's never been mutual. People might say I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but no, I've I've never. So um, I don't know, and I'm not opposed to it. But I don't, like, I honestly don't even worry about that at this point anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's just like, if it comes, it comes. If it don't, Yo. I feel like that's what I, I mean, place like, you need to be in to be like, ready yeah. for a relationship. I've never oh, been Like, no, no, it no. can't phase you. I thought we were on the same thought. We weren't no, on the same thought. No, who were you thinking? <laughs> Tell me. I feel like that's the place that we're in in our, like, life right now. Like, that 25, 26-year-old type yeah. of thing. Yeah. We are all grinding. Like, we're on yeah. our business. We're about our business. So, I'm like, if we that. have a relationship, that's cool. But if yeah. we don't, we're worried about our bag and our money and where we're yeah. going with the next step. But if you're there, if you're at that pivot to where you can be like, all right, we can do this or we can't do this, mm-hmm. don't you think you're ready for a relationship at that point? Yeah, I do. I guess so. Yeah. You say you, like, you're like you in that pivotal moment where but we feel... could take this further mm-hmm. like if but... we did dibble and dabble. It would have to literally punch me in my fucking jaw. Ah! It would have to punch me on my jaw and Not break my you teeth. Personally, break but my Michelle, teeth. no, but I'm I'm putting it into perspective. I'm putting it into no, perspective. No, like bitch, that bitch would have to shake you. Like, nah, I'm yours, bitch. Yeah, he would have to. He would literally have to shake me, give me a seizure, maybe oh, no. put me in the hospital a couple maybe, times. Like, yeah, maybe make my face go numb. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's like nah. I feel like when you say when when someone says. I'm ready for this. So it's like they're actively looking. Yeah, uh, maybe, like I like be, uh, maybe I am ready, but I'm not. I'm, you're not looking. That's yeah. not even a, you know. That's why I, I asked, what are you looking for in a relationship? So like, you, you may not be ready, but like, what do you? What characteristics would you want in a relationship? And don't get this confused and you don't have with to answer marriage. That right now. Oh, you don't God, have I'm to like, answer that. Just think about that. Write that in your journal. Think, I will. think about it for a second, no, and we're gonna move on to the next question. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good question. Yeah. Okay. So our next question is: How do you quit self sabotaging yourself? Ooh, you speak positivity all the time. Counteract that shit and manifest the future that you want to see. Mm. Let's fucking go. You help me with this shit, bitch. Don't even, don't even act like you don't know what to say. I'm sorry. Um, No, yeah, I completely, just to piggyback off of that, I completely agree with that. I think you need to affirm everything that you want and you need to literally speak it. I'm super, I've been getting into my chakras, call me spiritual or not, but like the color blue is your throat chakra. So if you want something, you have to be around that color. You have to like feel that color. You have to speak it into existence. Singing works, singing helps, like you vocalize what you want and also um, be around people that you want to be like. Be around people that motivate you. Be around people that inspire you. Um, just basically know you're that bitch. Um, what else can I give you? 
Um, just don't take no for an answer from yourself because a lot of the times we'll try to bring ourselves down and it's just like not the answer. Like, no, you're going to put out this content no matter what. Mm. You feel good about it. You don't care what anybody's going to say. I'm going to yeah. send it. I'm going to press send. I'm going to press send. I'm going to press share. I'm going to press and True. I'm going to comment and everything, all that. I'm going to like what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, that's it. That's so yeah. sub. Sorry, Michelle. Were you no, yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like self-sabotage goes hand in hand with imposter syndrome. I feel like yes. a lot of people think they're not even worthy of some of the things they're getting. Come through psychology. Because, because I feel like me, when I even got in, I said, did I get in because of COVID? Mm-hmm. Or was it because I was actually like, mm. had the credentials or whatever they, you know, based that stuff off of. Mm-hmm. Was it actually my essay or was it just because COVID and nobody's applying? Yep. So, you know, then I thought to myself, I was like, all right, you can't be thinking like that. Because then you already, feel like you're, you, you already feel like you don't even deserve to be in this space. So you go into the space like feeling lesser oh, than yeah lesser than and you don't want to be in that space because because <laughs> this space all, is not for the weak child yes <laughs> that space they already don't want you to be there so <laughs> okay. you don't want yourself to be there okay guess what they're you gonna won. cancel your ass out might as well stay that. home survival that. of the fittest Period. Yes. and bitch you're not fit exactly <laughs> i feel that especially on social media not that is a this. space like that is especially I'm be, I'm a fitness model. I'm gonna be completely 100 with you guys. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of queer fitness models out here. Like there's not a lot of gay fitness really? models out here. So no. Mm-hmm. And if they if they're out here, like <laughs> DM me please. Like let's relate. <laughs> let's talk about it. Or they're mask presenting because okay, yeah. this, that, and the third because mm-hmm. of this like characteristic or this stigma towards stigma, it, yeah. um, or stereotype rather. That's the word I wanted to use. But yeah. Um, I definitely feel that. Like, you have to be 100% within yourself. 100%. You have to know that you're that bitch before you even step into the room because other people are going to think you're not that bitch. And you have to reaffirm that you're that bitch like to yourself. (laughs) Exactly. Yo, and that's really what it comes down to. Like, if you don't think you're that bitch, guess what? You're not going to perform at that bitch level. Exactly. You're going to be underneath that bitch level. You're going to be like, (laughs) oh, my hair, oh, my skin, oh, my teeth. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. All that becomes real when you say it. And to be honest, I a lot of times I don't post things or I actually, that's a lie. I think about not posting them because I feel like I don't look a certain way. Yeah. And then I always I snap back into reality like, you're never going to look no other way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's only one way to do it. You, you only never, have this one body. Right. Like, what God you, gave you this. What do you, what do you plan to look like? Like, you're not, your face ain't going to, well, uh, even if you get plastic surgery, your face still not going to look like the other person because yeah. you're not them. So, you know, um, a lot of times I like will film stuff and I'll be like, all right, this is just I feel like this is subpar. And it might not even be subpar. I post it and people are like, Oh my god, the fist. This is awesome. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, so then I'm like I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so that imposter syndrome it's so crazy. Real. Yes, it it's is. crazy. Like, like we're literally crazy. Our own worst you don't enemies. even realize you're doing it sometimes. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's just so natural to mm-hmm. just tear ourselves down. Mm-hmm. It's just when you come to that self sabotage, look at yourself as a friend. Do you fuck with that friend? Mm. Or do you want to cut that friend off? If your friend said that to you, you <laughs> would cut them the fuck off. Exactly. So don't say it to yourself. Yep. Don't ever keep that same energy with yourself, yep. baby. Yep. Delete that shit and move on to the next and one. And not even in a joking matter either. Just be like, you know how we're like, oh, wow, I look dumb today. Oh, a lot of this, that, and then we just laugh it off. No, no you can't baby, do that. Like, you can't. That's your subconscious mind speaking, baby. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to let that go. I look amazing today. Even if I don't, I look like the shit because I am here. In the building, yeah. and I work the room regardless. Okay? What podcast should we shout out? What podcast should we shout out? What was the podcast that you were listening to, and you let me know? Slay, slay girl, girl, slay. slay. Y'all yes. need to tune in if y'all got that imposter syndrome. Mm. 
Tell Ashley Legs, Catch Your Life sent you. Yes. Because Slay Girl Slay will keep you motivated and get that <laughs> imposter syndrome out your ass. You got it, baby. No more self-harm. Literally. Shout out to Slay Girl Slay for that. And for on that one, we're moving to the next question. What methods can you share about transitioning from summer fun to home classes? Um, first of all, this question confused me a little bit because I feel like there was no transition. <laughs> there <laughs> like, was no summer? There is none. I was in the house in the summer and then I'm coming home to classes and it's online and I'm in the house. So like the transition, I would say like transitioning, if you want to talk about organization, we could talk about that because I'm a very organized person when I want to be. Yes. And then I'm very messy when I want to be. But, um, you need a planner. You need to plan your stuff out. You need to wake up every morning and you need to write down your goals of the day. And once you do that, you actually need to do it. Like you need to fight everything within yourself in order to do it. Because I know social media is one of my biggest distractions and I will literally sit on social media for like hours. But you need to tell yourself today, I am not doing that today because it is not the summer. It is class time. It is work time. And you just need to follow those rules, basically. That's all I have for that. What do you guys have for that? Self-discipline is uncharted. (laughs) It's this unmatched, is, okay? This <laughs> unmatched. You cannot find it anywhere else. Unique, one of one. <laughs> <laughs> Try to emulate it, bitch. Yeah, I don't try. Yeah. <laughs> I lead the pack, so my back's to them. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I but, aspire. Sorry. But I am. Um, I don't know. So I'm going to have to struggle with it because I've been out of school for two years. So, like, I'm going back to school in less than a month. And oh, how do you feel? Give, yeah, you can give them better yeah, advice than me. Literally, <laughs> I have no clue. I, I don't even know. I, you know, I never understood what people were talking about when they got out of school. And then mm-hmm. you get out, you're like, what's homework? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah. You know what's crazy? Because, like, during this time, it's like, I'm such a social person, social person. So, like, I will be such a social bitch in college and I will, like, like link up with people, get the connections, and then get right. a study buddy and, like, figure all that out. With this, you have to be on your own. Like, it's, yeah. like, nothing. It's, like, you talk to people about, like, what do you think's going to be on the test? Well, what do you think's going to be on the test? And that shit actually ends up being on the test. Right. So then, like, you're by yourself at home and you're just, like, well, I think this is going to be on the test and you're yeah, confused. You that's the only... Yeah. That's hard. for That I would be know, hard for me. But I actually have some in-person classes, which is... Oh, odd. that's good. Yes. You got to wear your wow. mask. <laughs> yeah, I have to wear a mask. Um, it's... I have two that are remote, or one that's remote, and then one that's in per and two that are in person. So it should be interesting. Um, but I honestly don't even know what to expect because I've been out of school for so long. I I have a general like I know it's going to be more work. It's going to be a little bit more intense. Um, so the transition is going to be abrupt, but. No, I feel like you're going to be good, though. I really feel like yeah. you're going to be good because you know what you want to do. And it's just like college is different because it's like I'm taking all these classes. I don't know what I want to do. And I'm not really interested in this class. So I'm just going to do that. This, that and the third. I don't really want to study for it. This, you know what you want to do. You're older. So yeah. it's like, you know how to study. So right. I feel like you're really going to be good. You're going to be a little I mean, you might be a little bit older than the people that um, apply for it as well and got in. But, like, you're going to know exactly what you want from this. Yeah. Like, and you know that at this point, it's not a fucking joke. Like, yeah. I'm putting money, Honestly. time, and effort into this. And, like, I'm going to put my all into this. I just paid for one. Uh, How much was it? <laughs> Let's talk about that. I paid for one year already. And um, it's already more than I paid all of undergrad. <sighs> that paid... See, that's what I'm scared for because I would easily go into PA school or something like that. Easily. I know I have the smarts for it. Oh, but yeah. it's just PA, like, yeah. It's like... It's looking, like 50, it. it's looking like fifty thousand. It's looking like fifty thousand. When you think a about semester. it, yeah. When you come out, 
you know, I don't know. I haven't been there yet, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, but I paid forty one thousand for mm. fall, winter, spring. Drexel is expensive though. Drexel Drexel is expensive mm. and is uh, they've gone like a trimester type thing, so it's like ten week, three ten week period. Um, so I paid forty one, but eight eight k was scholarship, so thirty one or thirty three thousand. Where'd you find your scholarship from? I am fine. I'm still looking for scholarships. This scholarship they gave me was, um, it was just like a dean scholarship for academic, you know, like a merit scholarship. Oh, okay, like that's that, cool. Which is, I don't know how they gave me that, but yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just, I would say that um, for undergraduates, it really is about self-discipline. And because when you have all remote classes and you're working on your own time, because there'll be professors that'll be like, Here's the chapter. We have a test this day. Come back. Come ready. They're not teaching anything. So um, in classes like that, you had to be disciplined to actually set up uh, a time and be working with it yourself because no one's going to tell you, oh, you got to study. And mm-hmm. it gets to the point where like, ah, I'll do it tomorrow. Three days go by. You then uh, Three chapters behind. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really just about self-discipline. Um, and I, I, I know it is a little tricky because we are in quarantine, but I feel like um, being at home, you are at home. So, I mean, I know you can lay in your bed and not do your work, but I thought it's a little bit harder. because yeah. It is to differentiate yes. between, mm-hmm. like, workspaces where you're being productive right. versus workspaces where you're yeah. Netflix and chilling. Mm-hmm. You're definitely lucky because you have a bedroom and then you have this studio, so exactly. you can distinguish the two. Differentiate. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Playtime. Real time. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, next question is, what's your opinion on the stigma when it comes to dating people HIV positive? People with HIV, if they're HIV positive, they are human beings. Don't take that away from them. That is okay. That is more than okay. As long as they are taking the steps and precautions to be healthy with their, with what they have, that is fine. And if they tell you and they communicate, I always say communication and honesty is the best policy, especially in a relationship. You have got to tell me what's going on with you so we can work on us. Regardless, period. We can evolve together as long as you tell me what's going on with you. So that's my only thing. Be honest. Be honest with someone. If you have HIV, if you're HIV positive, what is going on with my freaking... There it goes. So if you are HIV positive, if you have HIV, just be honest with your partner before you have sex. If it's after you have sex, then that's when I have a problem with it. That's when I have an issue with it because then you're putting that person in danger uh, potentially. So let them know. That was the only thing I had yeah, to say. Yeah, what is your guys' real. opinion on it? Be real. Yeah. I honestly think you should be real. Be mm-hmm. transparent. If you have HIV, let them know so exactly. they can take the precautions to safely, you know, engage with you. Mm-hmm. Don't sit up here and be reckless and endangered. Don't do you that. You're going to kill yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no. exactly. The not knowing is not okay. But if yeah. you actively communicate that and y'all take steps to mm-hmm. be protected, I, I appreciate... I actually would respect you more exactly if you come like that rather than not saying shit. Yep. Don't don't be the bitch that say don't say nothing and then affect everybody. Don't do that. Yeah, you know what's don't be crazy? that one. What I actually I, well I, it's not it's a similar situation but it's a little coincides mm-hmm. a little bit. So I had someone actually accuse me of giving them something, right? Wow. I said it's not possible. <laughs> I have sex about once a year. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> but this happened. She said, "My pussy's elite. <laughs> my pussy is elite." Like this was like what year is it? Twenty twenty? Mm, two years ago? Two three years ago? Uh, and I said, "That's impossible." <laughs> he said, "Um, 
But the thing about it was the person said it like two weeks later or something like that. I said, so when did you start feeling this way? <laughs> yeah, I was like, when did you start feeling this way? What happened? What's wrong with you? What's the symptoms? What's going on? Um, person just stopped communicating, right? Wow. Never knew. Well, I knew because I went and just got tested just because like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure... You know, all my eyes are dotted right. and my T's are crossed. Exactly. Cause I know because I got tested like a month before that and I haven't slept with anybody a year before that. So what do you like? So, um, right. Yeah. That's just, it's, I, she said, I'm confused. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't make, <laughs> couldn't be. I think, but the thing about it, it is possible to an extent, but there's levels to that possibility because there's different like STIs someone could have. Mm-hmm. That can be dormant in our system and it can be transmitted, whatever, without, you know, but no. So. <laughs> not me. <laughs> not a chance. No, yeah, not in this case. So I was like, um, the person just stopped communicating. Mind you, 2018. I was curious because the person still had me on Facebook and I seen them posting. I said, I'm going to ask. Cause this, and this happened in quarantine. I said, I'm going to say something. Yes, I'm going to say something. I contacted said, so you ain't you ain't never was never gonna say you clearly ain't have nothing. You never said nothing because you know. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Uh, I had an allergic reaction to some body wash I was using. Uh, I said, oh, so you never was gonna tell me that? Right. Like, I ain't give you nothing. Oh, I ain't think about it. How the hell didn't you think about it? I just was like. Nigga. Allergic reaction I said, to a body wash? I said, bro, you're dumb. Right? <laughs> you put it like that. You're going to get that confused with a, I said, bro, something on your dick? Yeah, I, said, I said, bro, you're dumb. <laughs> like, literally. I was like, you're dumb. Like, and then you didn't say anything. Like, you, you just told me something like that and just ghosted. But I digress. Oh, Neither here nor God. there. Uh, All right, next question. Yeah. Why next are people question. like this? Yeah. <laughs> people suck. Sense. People suck. It people, really don't yeah. make sense. I, I, I need suck. to confront you. Nigga. <laughs> 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 next question. How to date and meet people during quarantine? Oof, oh. It's hard out here. Like. Have y'all been dating? No. During quarantine? First Me? of all, no, not really. I've been in my bag. Like, I've been in my bag. I've been in my business bag and I've been in my dating bag. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Like, they've been distractions. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Um, in and out. But I don't know, like, how to date and meet people during quarantine. That's hard for me. I mean, I guess Tinder is available. I haven't been on Tinder in a minute. Like, I haven't been on Tinder since, like, 2016. So I don't even know what that looks like right now. What if they have a check for you if you're, like, clean from the virus? (laughs) A check? What do you mean? Verified. Like, you have to get your results. Like, COVID COVID negative. (laughs) Could you imagine if they had that on Tinder? No, I don't think they do. Cleanliness, five out of five. <laughs> five out of five. <laughs> I think. Well, I think like dating during the quarantine is like not a thing. Like I don't know. Oh, do like it. how are you yeah. supposed to meet people if you're not even going out anymore? I think at this point in quarantine, people are, everything's people just opening don't up. Care, yeah, it's like, like an outdoor type of thing. What's the, what's the um? I just seen Murphy put up. Uh, Who's Murphy? Indoor. Indoor. Friday. This is Friday. Yes, indoor dining, 25%. In, yeah, indoor dining's opened up this Friday. I'm like, Eddie Murphy put up what? <laughs> Eddie Murphy, but the yeah, governor so, of New Jersey. Gyms is opened up 25%, which that, I feel like that's a little debatable. Um, but I know people won't be in there, but, you know, 
Yeah, my gym's open, so. Oh, yeah. It is what it is, and it never what it wasn't. I, yeah. can, I can't imagine dating, dating during COVID. I'm so glad I found mine. Yeah. yeah. You're lucky. You're one of the lucky ones. <laughs> Me like... <laughs> I told myself I'm going to take a six-month break off of dating. Six months? Six months. But then I'm like, why are you what giving yourself like a time, Leo? What does that mean? Like, yeah. what is that? Like, what does that even mean? You can't quantify yeah. who comes in your life and sweeps you off your feet. Exactly. I'm a hopeless romantic. Let's start there. Let's start there. Like, if I find a one, I'll find a one. That's notice it. how I said sweep you off your feet. Like, my tall-ass, long-ass feet. Like, On both feet. <laughs> He better be like six nine, like if he's sweeping me off my feet, like period. That would be so cute for you. I want to see that in your future. Please continue to manifest that. Mm. I'm not manifesting no nigga. Mm. Not right now, but in the future, I would love to see somebody sweep you off your feet. Okay, I would you love that, that. Yeah, I deserve like, it. Fuck. I do deserve it. Yeah, put me in my place. Yeah, I deserve that. Mm. I deserve that when Pick I'm ready. Your ass up on I the just bed. got out of one, but I deserve it when I'm ready. Where you fuck me? Do we give advice on that? I feel like we didn't even give good advice. <laughs> like, oh my god! Um, how to date? How to during date? Quarantine. I feel like we're not doing thing. it. We're all not like wrong question. I mean, Next, I think the only <laughs> wrong the target. No, like option. literally. I think the only option is well, not the only option, but um, the only option is not. death. <laughs> oh, shit. You do the long distance. You find a pen pal yeah. until this shit clears no, up. No, long distance is not a thing. I had to cut off one because long distance. It's not a thing. Oh, shit. It is not a thing. Like You I'm, said it's not a thing. It's not. Like, it's really not. I tried long distance. Didn't work. I'm Even not going to waste my beginning, time Even in the beginning, it wasn't fun? But in the beginning, it's fun. But you got to look at longevity, mm. investment. But like, no, let me tell you, life? my coworker has been in a okay. long distance relationship for three years with a nigga from Chicago. With a nigga from and- jail. <laughs> Like, oh, damn. And she's doing fine. <laughs> oh, no. How do they, like... See, some people are built for that. I I'm not built for that. Though. Yeah. This is the first day of training. It sounds sketchy. <laughs> it sounds like she has a side nigga. Uh, I mean... <laughs> she's been married before. Oh. She's gonna listen to this because I told her about the podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. She'll Good thing right. you didn't say her name. I didn't. <laughs> but, listen, that gives me hope for the long-distance future. Maybe okay. not for you. Yeah. Maybe somebody else can do it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Find a pen pal during quarantine. Get to know them. That's how you date. Okay, let's work off COVID. of that. That way you could work off the uh, emotional relationship yep, emotional aspect. Emotional connection. Connection, spirituality. Mm-hmm. See if you guys really connect. And then when you guys meet each other, it'll be that much better. Exactly. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer. Next question. That wraps up our questions and we're going on to... <laughs> We're going on we to our tried. next... Yeah, we, we tried. We fucking I'm sorry. tried. I'm sorry. Like, I can't give yeah, advice on dating when I'm not dating. Um, next segment is new music segment. And new oh, music segment shit. is Reese's segment. Hey. And it's where we talk about the top five new tracks of the week. And we say if it's a yay or a nay. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, Reese, this is all you take over, baby girl. Are you ready to rumble? I'm in the man. I got the drum like a man. Yeah, give me the bitch. Give me the bitch. Give me the motherfucking walk. I got the Glock. Cut it, gave motherfucking dance. I'm in the body with walk. It's the walk. I got the motherfucking dance. Out of that bed of that dot. I don't even fuck with their friends. Out of my guts. I don't even fuck with these How y'all feel about it? I like that one. That was yeah, a like guy. That was a guy. That was a bop. I feel like, um... That made me miss the club. 
Bitch. Yo, it made me the miss the club. Like club. the first night of the club is gonna be crazy. It's gonna be immaculate. People like, are gonna black out. People are they're gonna have nine. I'm blacking at the club. out. I'm buying a bottle and we're having a like, section. Period. You're gonna have instant COVID test. <laughs> you got it. Boom. <laughs> no, no, you forehead joint. Like, you have a fever. <laughs> get out. <laughs> you have you a can't fever. get in the club. Oh my god! Like, bitch, I'm just high. <laughs> What's just this one? What's ass. this song? Orange soda. You heard this song before, but it's an insect. Eccentric remix. Okay. So, wait for the drop. Let me know how y'all feel. Bitch, sit on my face. I attack that. Juice up, Lil John. I'm finna pack him. When it comes to my bitch, I'm straight active. Dirt ball in the coupe, smoking cannabis. You know, change your outfits to this song. <laughs> right. <laughs> a little song. It's a little TikTok transitional yeah. song. Literally. Um, I feel jazz. like, um, yeah, it's giving me jazz. I feel like it's one of those songs that you need to listen to, like, more times to actually like it. But I'm not fucking with it. I'm going to give it a nine. No, I'm going to give it a nine. But maybe if I listen to it more, I'll fuck with it. You said you're going to give it an A. A nay. Oh. A nay. A nay. You said a nay. It's a yay or a nay. And I'm going to give it a nay. Uh, I'm going to give it a Nay as well. Um, it right. didn't really didn't resonate. You know, it's a it's, it's an elevator music. Yeah, like yeah. so. I'll give y'all that. I'll give y'all that. How you feel about it, Reese? Do you like it? I like it for luminescent space. <laughs> <laughs> Luminal space. She said luminescence. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? Evanescence. Wake me up. Can't wake up. <laughs> Save me! It's giving. It's giving that. It's giving. <laughs> Let me stop. Nobody's gonna rock. know what we're talking about because we just like pull from a Cherry Hill archive of Evanescence. It's giving the girls alternative pop, rock, emo, emo punk. <laughs> All right, let's go. This one, this one hits though, because I said this to you before, but you know, get into it. Pull up to the party in some off-white Porsches Off-white forces, bitch so gorgeous Nagley is gorgeous, bone fears gorgeous Left wrist gorgeous, right wrist gorgeous Show your baby mama wanna eat my shorts He don't want no problems, he know we keep bars Pull up on my shooters like Jim Wood floors We keep score, we keep score LV store, GG store Beat V store, she need more Cartier store, make my budget open, I can buy the whole store. Take you on a trip now, we on tour. What's up? That's a yeah. That's a yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. I definitely feel like that song sounds a thousand times better in the car with the bass. Yeah, a thousand, yes. definitely. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, you know, dope. a little song. Let's get to the four. She she shut up. <laughs> Oh, you know this one. Hey, you know I can send you. Touch. Can you play that again? Nah, hold up. Put your ass in there. Show you a little body, 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 body. Show them a little body, 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 body. And show you got the body, body, and show you got the body, body, body. Show you a little body, 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 body. Show them a little body, 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 body. And show you got the body, body. How you feel? How you feel about it? Literally, that's just yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah. yeah. <laughs> you fucking with that, Michelle? Yeah. 
that screams Jersey. That just screams Jersey. Yo, it really does scream Jersey. It's a DJ Taj. And all right, so that's the first song. This is the last one. I'm gonna, you know, take y'all home with this one. <laughs> Don't let you get in the way. Vibe. Oh, I didn't even know that was the name of it. Wow. If I back it up. Vibe. First of all, enough? shout out to Cookie because she was on her fucking grind. Yeah, Reese, so you cool. worked with her first. Like, I met mm-hmm. her through you. First of all, I just hosted the party that she was at. Yes. And I got to meet Cookie. <laughs> I thought she was Kiki Palmer when I met her. No, but she not was Kiki Cookie Palmer. Kawhi. Goodbye. Cookie Kawhi. Cut off her mic. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Send me home, bitch. <laughs> like. Nah, but she's so chill. Like, she's so cool. Is her own Definitely entity. genuine, authentic yes, as fuck. A like, real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga. Period. She don't give a fuck about no niggas. Because she's gay. <laughs> Bruh, no, she but is... like, she's so funny. She's so funny. That's a yay for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yay for me. Yeah. So, all these songs will be in the comments. Yes, they will be in the comments below. As I put them in the bio. And guys, we are actually on iHeartRadio now. We're on iHeartRadio. We're mm-hmm. on, um, I'm working on Pandora. We're going to get on Pandora. We're going to affirm that. And we are on Apple. We are on Spotify. And we are on another one I can't think of. But basically all the social platforms we are on. Yes. If you want to listen to us, um, SoundCloud. Did I say SoundCloud? Yep. I don't think I said SoundCloud. But, um, that's the main. That's the main one. But yeah. So final words. Do you guys have any final words? Because we're wrapping up. First of all, love yourself. Defeat yourself against these, you know, negative thoughts they may come up against you. Because, bitch, you're the baddest. Mm. And you deserve the greatness that's coming to you. So don't hold yourself back. Period. Get to the bag, baby. Get to the bag. That's it. For me? For you? (laughs) I'll let you hit it for you. It's like, nah. For me, I think it is... Very much so the liminal space I was talking about. So if you guys need to learn more about that, just DM me on Instagram. My name is I am Casey Dandridge on Instagram. So like I'm very like real. If you want to have a conversation, we can have a conversation about it and just get into that space. Really realize it for what it is and realize that it's normal. It's a normal space to be in and it's a transitional space. Imagine if life was perfect. If life was just perfect, then we wouldn't know what a struggle was and we wouldn't know how to work towards our goals. It would just, we would just be like stagnant and you don't want to be stagnant in life. So that's all I have to say. Get into that liminal space and yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. I would, I would want to say that I want people to uh, remember that it is a process. Um, yes. This space that we're in is not permanent, but also you have to respect the space because um, there's growing that's supposed to happen here. There's learning that's supposed to happen here. So, um, I know it is tough, but uh, keep pushing. Yes. Yes. So, until next time, we will see you guys later. Bye, y'all. See ya.